I'm David Flinders, this is Take Back Your Country. About 38,000 Australians can't get home. 38 Australian citizens can't get home, but in the same year, that is the financial year to the 30th of June, the Australian government brought in about 60,000 immigrants. So they found the planes, they found the ways in which people could get in, and 60,000 came in. In fact, uh, it was quite an achievement, a strong achievement, as the minister said, because they had a target of 160,000, 160,000 immigrants. But only 60,000, only 60,000 came in physically, the rest, the other 100,000, had their names transferred from some status, perhaps permanent residence or tourists, I don't know what, they were, they were changed from some status into becoming immigrants into Australia, which put them onto citizen paths. They would eventually become citizens of Australia and have all the benefits of being a citizen of Australia. And because they couldn't find enough skilled immigrants, Normally, skilled would be two-thirds, about two-thirds of the entry, and the rest would be various categories, mainly family reunion. They decided to top up the difference from family. So we've got 60,000 people coming in, 38,000 Australians can't get back home. But the government thinks in its change of priorities that this is what it should do. It's not so strange that the government should have such a change of priorities. They have other priorities. For example, they have a priority to accord with the, the theory about global warming. It's an unproven theory and a discredited theory which produces all sorts of different results because it's based not on fact but on computer modeling. So you get all sorts of conclusions. But they've taken the view, obviously, that it's much more important, for example, to put up the price of electricity, make electricity less reliable than it normally was, put it up up to almost three times as to what it was to satisfy that theory of global warming. So we could satisfy some people in the United Nations and other places that we had reduced carbon dioxide emissions, they call them carbon emissions. The interesting thing also is that in not uh, helping to bring 38,000 Australians back to Australia, the principal reason is Australians are not allowed to leave Australia unless they can prove some case to some faceless bureaucrat that they are justified in leaving Australia. The reason that we have this travel ban is a provision in the Biosecurity Act, which has the object of not spreading illnesses to other countries. Now, the minister didn't need to have a complete blanket ban on overseas travel to achieve that. In fact, his decision to do that is probably beyond his powers because he could have achieved not spreading the disease to other countries by requiring that anybody going on a plane leaving Australia would have to have been tested 
so that they would know that they weren't going overseas spreading the disease. Could have been done that way. But they chose to stop Australians from leaving, and that meant that the airlines, Qantas and so on, obviously couldn't run their normal services because people weren't travelling overseas. So that's the reason why it's very difficult for Australians to come back. Yet the government still found it within its means to bring in 60,000 immigrants into Australia. A very strange way of uh, arranging your priorities. But that's the way we are governed today. I'm David Flint, and this is Take Back Your Country. Thank you.